This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. We're going to talk to the brand new TV voice of your Atlanta Braves. Brandon Godden's going to stop by about uh, 3.20 or so live in studio. He's got a very uh, precipitous, precipitous uh, career. Uh, that's probably not the right verb or adjective or using the proper context. But anyway, he's had a really good run, put it that way, between Georgia Tech and doing a lot of stuff in Madden, doing the voice of all those games and a lot of uh, Big Ten football. And now he's going to be doing the uh, baseball games on TV. Pretty cool for the Braves. It is, man. Uh, graduate of Butler. So I'm wondering, and we'll ask him if he was there when they had it rolling because there was a time when Brad Stevens was there. Butler was, was as good as anybody. But – uh, and uh, he's done a lot, as Mike said, so that's coming your way. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, as we were talking about uh, Georgia yesterday, and a lot of guys hit us up, they were really enjoyed the Seth Emerson uh, interview uh, yesterday, right. and Seth was talking about, you know, Coach Bobo and the quarterback development, and I think that's the most important thing. The only reason I bring it up, a guy just hit me up, and he was like, hey, I went back and listened to you guys uh, online at odyssey.com, and you can do the same. And he was saying, it's really my only concern about Bobo. Like, I'm not worried about his play calling and all this stuff because he agrees with you about Kirby not letting him, right. you know, just kind of mm. be rogue and do his own thing. Kirby's going to be involved. But he said, I am concerned about the quarterback development. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody on Twitter posted, uh, I guess it was some Georgia website. It was the uh, the great stomp out in the end zone after the touchdown in 2007 in the cocktail Florida? party, Florida, oh, Georgia. Yeah. And to me, that's, not, again, it's, it always turns like it sounds like you're banging on Rick. But you don't, good programs don't pull gimmicky crap. You know what I mean? You, you scored a touchdown against Florida. Everybody get out there, and then everybody stomps in the end zone. And then what happened after that? Well, Urban Meyer said we're not going to make a big deal out of it, and he put 90 points on you the next two seasons. Beat you 90 to 27. You know, and so that's that goes back to, yeah, it seemed fun at the time, but a lot of folks like me thought it was a bad idea, and I still think it was a bad idea. But that was part of what Georgia was. And when you look at it now, you know, 14 years later, it seems like it's a different school. You know, let alone a different program. Yeah, I I think Coach Rick has talked about this numerous times, but he said at practice they were kind of dead that week. This is the whole mm-hmm. genesis of it. And he said that uh, he told his guys, he called everybody up and said, hey, when we score, I want everybody to run to the end zone. Let's have some right. fun. Not in the game. He was just talking about practice. Right. And then it led to that because the practices started amping up. This, the week went along, and the guys were like, hey, we scored. And then it happened in the game. But he, he said yeah. that wasn't our intention. And then Vernon Gary, although Gary was losing his mind, yeah. Gary Danielson. Yeah. He, but he said that wasn't our intention. Right. We were just <clears throat> trying to get some energy at practice when guys scored. Hey, let's celebrate. And then it turned into that. But you're right, Mike. I mean, 
We haven't seen anything like that with Kirby, nor will we. No, it's just it's just you're 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 in an elevated. You you were always looking up at you know. Let's be honest. You were looking up at Urban Meyer's Florida before that. You were looking up at Spurrier's Florida. You were looking up at Nick Saban's Alabama, and you were hoping you were going to punch through. And if you punch through, you might have gotten there in 2012. But would you be able to sustain it? Now you're set up for greatness the way Alabama has been, mm. the way Clemson's done it with Dabo. You know, and so that's what makes it so it's such an exciting time. And that's why I think people are passionate because you do in some cases. It's it's human nature. You take Bobo when you relate it to some of those man. We was doing some really screwy stuff back then with a program that shouldn't have been doing it like that. But now now you are at the, at the obviously you are at the the top of the mountain. More on the dogs coming up four o'clock as we'll talk some college football right now. Let's get to an NFL blue. Welcome to the NFL. Dukes and Bell. All right, you're coming off of a Super Bowl where you accounted for four touchdowns. Some people say you should have been the MVP, but your team loses. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. And now people want to talk contract. Jalen was asked about the contract situation, a championship over a big contract, meaning would I have given up whatever I'm about to earn to win this Super Bowl? Here's what he said. The thing that, that I'm most focused on is winning. You know, the only thing I care about is winning and ultimately winning the championship. So, there will be a day where that conversation can be had, but today isn't that day. So as far as the Eagles paying Jalen Hurts, they're way out in front of this. Right. They are way out in front of this. Howie Roseman's like, look, we know what the numbers are. We know where we need to go. We know what this kind of is going to look like. And they're not running from it like the Ravens did. And so, Mike, I think Jalen Hurts, I don't know when this happens. I don't know how soon it happens, but – all this guy talks about is winning and team. That's all I ever hear right. from, from Jalen Hurts. Um, but the Eagles, my point is that they are going to get this taken care of, and this is not going to be a big concern for them long term. They're going to – listen, they pay Carson Wentz. They're going to pay Jalen uh, Hurts. Right. Yeah, but this is, you know, the, the, the period, that window when you got a team that's on the rails and you're not paying a lot for your quarterback. And it's a glorious time. Seattle went through it, Russell Wilson. And then when it gets really complicated, see us, see any other team, <laughs> is once the quarterback gets the gazillion-dollar deal, is how do you manage it? How do you structure it? And how do you maintain that level? Because you gotta, you can't pay everybody. That's, that's where the rub is. Uh, Justin Fields, it's funny. We just talked about him yesterday. Uh, we were talking about the uh, Bears having the first overall pick and whether they'll keep that or potentially trade Justin, which I think is dumb. But whatever. Justin, Mike, wants the Bears to have a dome stadium. They are going to get a new stadium. They purchased the land. Um, this mm. is not going to happen overnight, but in the next few years. And he comes out and basically says it's very difficult to adjust, especially in the wind, talking about playing at Soldier Field, which is not enclosed. Yeah, and uh, I know that you know the Fields family and Georgia fans know Fields and people know him from up in Kennesaw. You almost feel like, oh, Justin, don't say that. Because, again, it's not a cardinal sin, but this is Chicago. This is the monsters in a midway. These are people that are in the big – the city at a big shoulders, Carl. The windy city <laughs> and the elements are always part of the Bears, even if they move this thing out to the suburbs. Yeah. So a lot of Bears fans are going, what? And for those who don't remember, Fields also irked Bear Nation back in September when he was talking about a tough loss to the Packers when he goes, yeah, it hurts in the locker room more than it hurts Bears fans. And no, 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 Bears fans. No, it hurts me more. You know, so <laughs> this like it's a fan base. They're passionate. And it's probably, again, it's not, there's no ill will, but it's just how things get interpreted. Absolutely. He did apologize for those comments uh, <laughs> back when this, during the season. Talking about Bears fans, because right. Mike's right, they're passionate, man. But he's basically saying, listen, when this wind is 15, 20 miles per hour, you can't fight it outdoors, and it right. makes things a lot tougher. 
I, I'll say this. If you are going to build a new stadium in Chicago, which is it's going to be in the Burbs, mm-hmm. Mike, you're going to get more usage out of it to enclose it. Concerts, right. all the things right. that we enjoy at Mercedes-Benz because we have an enclosed stadium. Right. It makes total sense, but – if you're a hardcore football fan, right. you want this thing open. But again, you know, it's funny. Not that Justin Fields is expected to be like, you know, a marketing wing of the Bears and say, you know, look, all things being equal, I'd prefer to be indoors throwing a football as opposed to a 20 mile an hour lake effect win. But, you know, but yeah, and you're right. Wouldn't it be cool to see Beyonce in our new stadium in January right. with the roof, things like that? But. You know, you're right. Bears fans, a certain way. That I'm curious to see where this thing goes. The rumor that was uh, a lot of fun for us to talk about. And again, all it was is Jason Lockonfora talking to one general manager who said the Bears could be shopping Fields, and the Bears haven't admitted to it or cop to it. But it does get people here talking because Fields would certainly get a lot of folks energized if something like that ever came about. But again, that's guys. That's a million. I'd say that's a, a million to one shot for us. Draft is crazy. You never know what teams are thinking mm. and what they're going to offer if a package was available, but he has to be available first. Right. Hey, let's talk about Rex Ryan. I love him on TV, but he might come back to the NFL and be the next mm. defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Ooh. Sean Payton apparently is interested in trying to get Rex Ryan to come in and run that Broncos defense. He last coached Mike in the NFL in 2016. Yeah, Is he making a comeback? Well, let's see here. He is 61. He'll, yeah, uh, you know, good for him if he wants to do it. He's still got some fire in there, wants to get out of the TV gig and go do it. I mean, there's nothing like being on the sidelines and coaching the dudes up. I mean, why not? He's accomplished. You know, he's like you said, he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not tough to listen to on ESPN, right? No, no. So get back in the game if he wants to go for it. Rob, he's a really good defensive coordinator. No, he is. He's solid. I mean, he's, he's as good as they get. Rob, his brother, was the defensive coordinator for the Saints. You guys remember that? Yeah. With Big Rob had the long hair. With, with yeah. the Saints for a while. Uh, and so that's the connection with Sean Payton. The, he knows both brothers, and, and both are very good at their jobs. Hey, um, we talked about this division and what's going to happen with the Carolina Panthers as they continue to make coaching hires. You see uh, Deuce Staley comes over from the Lions, Mike. Yeah. He's going to be their assistant head coach, the running backs coach for the Carolina Panthers. He leaves the Lions. You saw a lot of him on Hard Knocks, guys, this last year. But um, he's got a great relationship with Frank Reich. They were in Philly together. They won a Super Bowl in 17. But he's adding to that staff. And then the Bucs are set to hire their new offensive coordinator, uh, Mike Garofalo of NFL Media, reporting the Bucs are going to hire the Seahawks quarterbacks coach, Mm. uh, Dave Canals. He's one of ten candidates to interview for the job. Now, Say what you want. I don't care who the quarter coordinator is. You don't have Tom Brady. So yeah. who's the quarterback for the Bucks is the bigger question for me. Yeah, I just are they going to go draft? Are they going to try to move up? Because they, they remember they won the division, so they're one of the la- they're in the bottom third of the uh, of the draft order. Of course, you can always move up. Trask, I haven't seen Trask since he was at Florida. Yeah. So I'm not sure what how high they are on him because there's been no reason for him to be out there with Tom Brady being there. So I'm, I'm not curious what they're going to do. And that's why I always thought of all the options for Munkin, that was the, the one that made the least amount of sense. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does Todd Munkin being there keep Lamar in place? Well, we had a couple guys. Uh, this was from some Ravens websites, which, again, I, I can't uh, attest to just how accurate these guys are, but said that Harbaugh was in contact with Lamar Jackson. Sure sounds like Lamar Jackson ain't talking to anybody <laughs> in the Ravens organization, but they're making it sound, some reports, that – Lamar was consulted about this. If so, brilliant, a good way to reach out. And here's a guy that just ran the most dynamic offense in college. Get more out of you. You know, I mean, I still think, you know, the, the previous OC helped him win an MVP. So I'm not sure why things have gone the way they've gone. Let's celebrate, shall we? 
Chelsea, uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, tears of joy after the Super Bowl. We talked about the Chiefs having their big parade yesterday. What did you say? I finally went and checked it out a little yeah. bit after we got off. Looked pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, look, you know what these things are. You, Chris and I were talking about yesterday. No disrespect. You see one, you've seen them all. Everyone gets blasted and goes bananas and has a great time. Whether it's the Lakers and everyone's going crazy on the stage, or in this case, guys all wearing the ski gear, you know, the jet. The, the goggles. <laughs> the goggles, you know, snowmobile goggles and all that stuff. Hey, man, do your thing. Everyone's feeling no pain. Patrick, there's some great pictures that was posted by Patrick Mahomes' wife. They were having a great time afterwards. Here's Kelsey. This is Jason talking about tears of joy. The moment I saw mom is when I got really emotional because, man, it was so awesome. It was. All right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was awesome for, you know, she was on top of the world for, for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Yep. Dad, you've been killing it. Yep. It was just so cool, man, to see uh, you know her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. It was an awesome moment. <sighs> just so happy for her. That's really cool. We talked about the the lead up, and they had the commissioner sitting next to her. They had the shot of that on the broadcast with Fox, and and Jason Kelsey's an emotional guy. He showed his emotions with last time they won the Super Bowl at the big parade. But yeah, that's just that's just you know him and bro genuine emotion. Him and his brother. Yeah, that's him and, and Travis. Hey. Now, meanwhile, Travis was throwing down some brews yesterday. He was yeah. th- he was throwing them down. He was making animal noises. I said, Hey, by the way, Eric Bieniemy, speaking of the Chiefs, talking to the Commanders. Yeah, does he have to go cut his own? Basically. Caught his own path and create his own new identity away from the uh, the Chiefs to ever get a head coaching job. I, I, Mike, I, I would think that he wouldn't. But then there's a part of me that says if you're going to get a head coaching job, if you haven't already in the last three coaching cycles, then this is this is the next best thing. Meaning, I'm going to take a lateral job, right? Mm-hmm. In essence, title wise, yeah. right? I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go somewhere where I'm calling the plays and I'm in total control. And then, Mike, maybe he gets another job opportunity. But, yeah, people are saying Ron Rivera is going to hire him if he wants to go. I don't know if he wants to go. Yeah, I mean, you and I, we've talked about Eric Bannon because we always talk about, you know, the, the, the racial issues and why guys don't get jobs. And that you see some of the same old, same olds getting retread hires here and there. But uh, And we've also heard from pl- former players. Now, again, you got to consider the source. Some of these former players were pains in the neck themselves and yeah. saying this guy was the law and order man on that Chiefs team. And he was a guy that kind of put it down. Every team's got to have one. So I love that in a world where everybody's soft. I love an old school coach like that. But does that resonate perhaps with some organizations? Is that's what is that one of the things keeping him from getting a gig? Yeah, I, I don't know what the interview stuff is. All I know is when you've interviewed this much for a head coaching job and it hasn't happened, you, you, you got to just keep pushing to find a way to get in. And I think what you're bringing up is him leaving and going somewhere else may be the way. But I will say this. All these other guys under Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, okay, Matt Nagy, yeah. all these guys, they didn't call plays either. And they all got head coaching jobs. Right. The one common denominator? He's blick. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're coming back. Brandon Gordon's going to join us. New play-by-play announcer for our Atlanta Braves on Bally Sports and Bally Sports Southeast. Stay right there for the A. Atlanta, 
We have a new play-by-play broadcaster for our Atlanta Braves television broadcast on Bally Sports South and Bally Sports Southeast. It's Dukes and Bell, and he is in studio with us. Uh, You may be familiar with the name. You may have seen him. He does a variety of things. Brandon Gauden. He's joining us now, and uh, first and foremost, congratulations. We've been chopping it up in the studio. I got to tell you guys, Braves fans, this guy, he's big smile. Yeah. He is super <laughs> excited about this chance to call Braves games, which gets us to your background. For those who don't know you and, and maybe haven't seen your work, uh, he was a play-by-play guy for Georgia Tech for many years. Tell people how and, and why you love the Braves and why this is kind of a dream job for yeah, you. Yeah, and when I took the tech job and I moved down here, really the big attraction to Atlanta was the fact that I grew up dreaming about being a Braves announcer. So I grew up in southern Indiana, but I had an aunt and uncle who lived here. And in 1991, we came down, my family and I, to Game 5 of the World Series. Braves won 14-5 to over the Twins that night. I can remember walking into old Fulton County Stadium like it was yesterday. Mm. I remember the roar of the crowd when Mark Lemke tripled in the seventh to open <laughs> it up 10-3, to three, and I remember having a foam tomahawk that I was waving out the window of my uncle's car on the drive home. And from that night on, truly, I just fell in love with the Braves. I fell in love with baseball. And then through watching the Braves on the Superstation through the 90s, just like a lot of other kids, I fell in love with broadcasting. It was Skip Carey, it was Don Sutton, Joe Simpson, Pete Van Weren, and those were my idols. And I would play in the foyer of my home in Evansville every day, acting like I was a Braves and acting like I was Skip Carey announcing the game. So to say today that is a, a dream come true long fulfilled is an understatement. <laughs> that is awesome. It's so much fun to meet folks. If you wear a Braves cap and you're on the West Coast or in Vegas or something, you see somebody, and they have got that same connection to the Superstation. And I loved, we loved Skip Carey because, first off, loved the dry sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, they, there's a website that posts some of the old videos on Twitter, which is hysterical. So, yeah, and you, you're coming into a really great time to be a Braves fan. Oh, yeah. How excited is this for you? I mean, the, the run they're on right uh, now. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like five straight NLEs titles. Obviously, the World Series two years ago, and I think what Alex Anthopoulos and Derek Schiller and everybody's building there is just pretty impressive. The guys that are signed to long-term deals. So selfishly right now, it is a great time to step in this chair. What I told him during the interview process, because we discussed, hey, what if there's a season where things aren't so great, you know, five years down the road and the Braves are 10 games under 500 and 10 out of first place. And what I told them is, look, that's that's my job to still bring the passion and energy. And you can't always wear rose-colored glasses because the fans are going to know when things aren't good. They're not stupid. Um, But it's my job to portray this uh, franchise in a positive light and represent the team as best as I can, and I can't wait to do that. Brandon Galden in studio with us, guys. It's Dukes and Bell. Um, As we said, he's done a lot of different things. To me, all right, and the Braves' job is cool. (laughs) But when you – are in millions of homes, and people don't even know that, like, that's you. It's kind of cool. Like, you could be in the airport and like, hey, you play Madden? And the kid's like, yeah, I play Madden. I'm the guy on Madden. That is really cool. Yeah, it's been a blessing to be able to do that. I've been able to be on the game since 2017, and Charles Davis, who's the CBS analyst, is the guy that does it with me, and we become good friends through the process. But that's one of those jobs. People always say, oh, is it like calling a game? And it's totally different. Calling a game, you are reacting to what you're seeing, right? When we do the Madden lines, you are in a studio. You're basically like a singer, although I can't sing. But you got a producer and a director on one side of the glass. You're on the other side of the glass, and you guys have read a ton of scripts. You're just reading a script. 
And sometimes it's like you're reading a phone book over and over and over. Because you have so to do it for every team. Every so team, it's second every and two, player. Second yeah. and three. And second, second and three. And four. Second and four. <laughs> yeah. Brady back to pass. Brady right. throws to the right. Brady over the middle. <laughs> and so sometimes people will hear me on Madden and they'll say, Huh? You sound more like a robot. Your lines are really repetitive. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's it's different than a real game. Uh, but it in all what, seriousness, what's my motivation? It's third and ten, right? You know I mean? But in all seriousness, yeah. it's been an incredibly cool gig. I mean, something. I look at the guys who did it before me, and they're just icons. So to be able to have the opportunity to do that has been really cool. Uh, but it is totally different from actually sitting in a booth in a stadium and calling a game. How much fun do you have doing the Big Ten? Because Big Ten basketball is still pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm originally from Indiana. So, like, I feel and, – and Big Ten Network and Fox has been great with me through this process. They knew about this Braves opportunity the last couple of weeks. And they're going to let me, when the when it's off season for the Braves, to continue doing games for them for the NFL and for college basketball. So, to have the roots kind of both where I'm from, doing Big Ten hoops back home, but then really where my heart is here in Atlanta with Braves baseball now, it's like – the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, and you're fortunate because mm-hmm. you know sometimes they make you give up these jobs. Yeah, <laughs> and, I've uh, heard rumors. Yeah, heard and, and so right. that's really cool, guys. We're talking to the uh, new play-by-play announcer for the Atlanta Braves telecast on Valley Sports South and Valley Sports South East. Um, are you going to make your way down to Northport and have a chance to be down there with the Braves this spring? Yeah, actually, my, the first call that I received was from Jeff Francoeur, and Frenchie called, and he actually, I didn't have his number on my phone, and I answered it, and he didn't even introduce himself. He just goes, oh, boy, you better get used to this voice, and I said, I know exactly who that is. I've heard you a lot. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, we don't broadcast any games on Bally's for the preseason until – the 23rd of March, I think, is our first spring training game. We do four of them. So we're going to head down there. I've got to finish basketball. I've got the first couple rounds of the NCAA tournament, and that ends for me on the 19th, and then I'll go down there, get a few days, boots on the ground, meet the team, meet the staff. Because really, look, this, especially baseball more so than the other sports, it's about relationships. I mean, when you're calling 162 games, you really need to know the team, the players, share the stories with the fan bases. So I want to get down there and be able to do that before we have a telecast it is brandon godden with us guys live in studio he is the newest carl mentioned play-by-play voice and as we said we just we have a great, great relationship with uh everybody paul bird and moylan and frenchie and yep. brian it just seems like it's a really collegial vibe right now at the, at the network yeah and you know brian jordan i haven't had the chance to talk with him i've met him he wouldn't remember meeting me when i first moved to town we played in a golf scramble together but did, I, did, I, there's he, did he a, take your money? <laughs> I think he was as he, bad as I was. It's happened. Okay. Uh, but I will tell Brian this story, but I haven't yet, and I, nobody knows this story except my immediate family. Uh, when I was 14 years old and the Braves were playing down here, or they were down in for spring training in Florida, I flew into the Orlando airport. I'm with my grandfather, and I see Brian Jordan. And I was a big Brian Jordan right. fan playing for the Braves at the time. But I was too scared to go up to him. But my grandfather said, no, 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 you're the biggest Braves fan there is. We're going to meet Brian Jordan. So I got a piece of paper and a pen for him to sign. And I remember going over to Brian Jordan, and my grandfather said, Mr. Jordan, I want you to meet my grandson. Someday he's going to be the TV play-by-play voice of the Atlanta no Braves. Way. And uh wow. And, I, I mean, that's, that's one of the – and the day that I got the call that I would be doing this job was my grandfather's birthday. Wow. He's, he's since passed, uh, but he meant the world to me, and that was a special moment when that call came thinking about that memory with he and Brian Jordan, and now you fast forward all these years later, and here we are. Right. So. 
It's uh, what a great time to be doing it. Also, in the game, it's funny. We were just talking yesterday about the rule changes with baseball. So you step into the broadcast with maybe things picking up yeah. the pace. Yeah. So you don't have to fill as much <laughs> as one used to in baseball. You know, but there will be a different cadence to that mm. of, of just sometimes you feel like you got so much time in between a pitch, and now you may have five, six seconds less, which seems like, oh, that's not much time. But over the course of a game, yeah. I mean, base minor leagues, it shortened these games by 22 minutes. Right. So I don't know that it's going to have that big of an impact first year at the major league level with the pitch counts. Um, but I think that it, it's – look, the purists, we get it. They're, they're angry. They're not sure about this. The bigger <laughs> bases, what's it? Oh, there's not 90 feet in between the bases. And I get all that. I'm, I'm an old-school baseball fan myself. Yeah. But they address – to me, they're addressing or at least trying to address the need of trying to get more fans back in on TV, in the, in the stadiums, and I think this is a good way to do that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, catchphrases? Do you, ha- <laughs> do you, do you so, have any? No, somebody else asked me that. Uh, yeah. You know, and and I really think those happen have to happen organically, especially when you're with a team. Like if you're doing a national broadcast and you have something that you go back to once or twice, that's fine. But I think over time, with Frenchie and I and the rest of the guys, you know, nicknames will develop, fun things will develop. I'm mm-hmm. sure catchphrases within the Braves will will d- develop, and I'm going to let those happen organically. But I'd be lying if I sat here and told you that I've got things up my sleeve. I don't I don't want right. to prepare anything or have a something corny to, for for Freed or anybody else. I'll just we'll see what happens as the season progresses. Acuna! Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Brandon Gunn's with us. I mean, he's going to go full Brock Meyer on us. You know, it's a long fly ball to right there's a Rocky Mountain yeah. refreshment right there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, product placement is key, but I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, again, you're living in Buckhead, you know, don't put your business out there, but to be close to the ballpark yep. and everything and still yep. able to do all the other things, and you'll be able to do, I guess, so baseball comes first, so you'll still yep. be doing baseball in September. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, look, when I took this job, I told them, they said, well, you got this other stuff going on with Fox and Big Ten Network and Madden. How do, how do we fit into the picture? And I, I told them, no, 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 the Braves is the epicenter of what I'm doing. Like, if I take this job and you guys want me here, this is number one, and that then that's going right. to be the truth. The other stuff will fit in around the Braves, and I've been here since 2013 in Atlanta, so this is home. Cool. This is home. Well, we are happy to have you. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Um, I know it's a big deal, man, and, and like I said, it, it, your heart – it's going to be going. Gonna, oh, yeah. It's going to oh, yeah. be going. That but in first a good game. way. But no. in a good way. It's, it's great, man. Way. Congratulations on all the success. Appreciate and for it. those, again, who don't know, next time you play Madden, this is the voice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and guys, you're hitting us up on the text line saying, that's my guy from Madden. So get on it, guys. And you can also follow Brandon on Twitter and say hello. Yeah. I just don't like it when you go third and long. I'm like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, blame the writer, Ed Brady. I'm just reading the line. I'm How to take from start to finish to do yeah. the whole bat. How long? Yeah, well, the number of hours all told is we couldn't even count them, but we yeah. do about four hours a week on the game. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. That's a lot of stuff. It's a yeah. lot. All yeah. right, man. Congratulations. Stop Thanks, by fellas. anytime, man. Appreciate all right. it. Thanks we for we hope me. to get you on as the season rolls along. Yep. Talking Braves baseball. We're going to have a great club, guys. And again, those four games are in March that you'll yes. be calling. End of March, starting the cool. 23rd. Jeff Francor and I will be on the first call that day for Bally's. Make sure yep. you guys check it out. All right. Good stuff, man. Coming up, we got Yeah Man, No Man on the way. Also, we're going to talk some college football. Speaking of baseball, Chipper stopped by the show today. Not this show, but Steakhouse. And you're going to get a chance to hear what he had to say about the Braves. He's taking on a similar role he had a few years ago. Uh, All that's on the way coming up. But when we come back, Bo Morgan with Yeah Man, No Man here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks to Brandon God for stopping by. Really nice guy. Uh, wishing him nothing but the best and uh, calling our games for our Atlanta Braves. Uh, more on the Braves later in the show. Grant McCauley is going to join us. He's down there at Northport uh, for one of his first visits. We, of course, will have Grant throughout the course of the season. But as spring training gets underway, we're trying to get a feel for some of the things that are going on. And what do these guys think about some of the new rules? Because they, they've got to practice this. All these pitchers are practicing this pitch clock, Mike, and a lot of these guys, it is an adjustment for them. I'm just curious to see how many uh, hitters are going to be the ones that are struggling more than the pitchers because I would think some pitchers, you know, some guys work fast, some guys you can time with a sundial, but I just felt that, you know, batters, it's literally after every pitcher stepping out of the box, and now if yeah. you do that, it's going to be like like a two-step, get in, get out. So <laughs> just pick up the pace while we're young. Hey, man, more to get to. Uh, what's going on in the world of college football? Ken Wisenhunt joins Nick Saban's staff. We'll talk more about that. And Chipper Jones coming up next hour as well. Right now, let's get to Yeah, Man, No, Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. What is going on, Bo Morgan? Not much. Uh, that was cool, meeting Brandon, uh, another lifelong Braves fan. I always like meeting, meeting lifelong Braves fans in the business. So <laughs> Because you, you hear a lot of the same memories. Like Some of right. his memories that he was talking about are memories of mine. Now, I, I wasn't at the game, but I remember some of those games. So I really love having guys who know this team and know the history of it. That's, I know that Chip took a lot of heat because at times he would you know mistake a home run or a pop – pop fly for a home run or vice versa, but he knew the history of the team because of his dad and mm. the game because of his granddad and his dad. Right. So I'm glad we got another guy like that. So that's for me, that's cool. I would agree. Um, and 
The interesting thing is, how did he become a fan as he was talking to us about that? The way most Americans who didn't live here in Atlanta became Braves fans, mm-hmm. watching the Superstation, right? Watching the games, being right. on every day. There's so many Braves fans. You know, Braves country is real when you start talking about fans in the Midwest. If you're not a Cubs fan, you're a Braves fan. I mean, it's just that, well, and, and especially down south, Mike. Do you remember, I don't know how, where, how it was for you in Texas, Bo, uh, for you here in Georgia, Carl, in Texas, when we finally got cable, it was 1982 that cable came to our neighborhood, and it was like, I can watch the Cubs or the White Sox on WGN. I can watch the Braves. It was like most. It was like your mind was blown because it was before baseball was on ESPN, and True. it was like it was like a different. Remember, that's how much we loved that we were such little kids after baseball practice, watching baseball an afternoon game in Chicago or a Braves game on the Superstation. So I didn't have cable until like I think we had satellite dish like sophomore year of high school because mm-hmm. they didn't they just didn't go to where I lived. But I would go visit with my grandparents who lived in Henry County for a couple weeks during the summer. And my grandfather was a huge baseball fan. And to Mike's point, our afternoons, we'd wake up, we'd go fishing in the morning, mm-hmm. you get home, eat lunch. That afternoon, the Cubs come on WGN because <laughs> right. they didn't have night games for, for the most part. I mean, yeah. they had them, but they just rarely had them. We'd watch the Cubs, you'd eat dinner, and boom, 7.05, the Braves come on, and we'd watch the Braves together. And that's all I did all weekend. And in between then, I would watch MTV. It, oh, MTV. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, Dansby even talked about this in his introductory press conference as to his grandparents and, to, and watching those games and having that connection to the Cubs, which is why he said he signed. I, I think we now understand. I don't think they knew then how big that was going to be for those franchises. Talking about the mm-hmm. that the, um, the the visibility right. of those franchises. Chicago's a big city. We know it's the third largest city in the country. You've got Cubs fans everywhere. But the fact is there are people who've never been to Chicago or Atlanta who are Braves fans and never been to these stadiums, Mike, never stepped foot right. at an airport. But they're they're hardcore Braves fans because they don't yeah. miss these you games. Ever, you ever meet Hawk Harrelson, by the way? Because, you know, in addition to the – people always know the Cubs connection no. to WGN, but the White Sox were on WGN as well. When I was a kid, it was just – he had so much personality, and Skip obviously was so dry and you know here in Atlanta, and Harry Carey was just so over the top. But for those who don't know, the Hawk would always be like, you know, hey, Wimpy, that was Tom Petrucci. Who's your pick to click tonight? I'm going to go with Maglio Ardonias. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was – you can put it on the board. Yes. Yep. You know, it, just, it was just so neat because you were so used to your guy in your town. You're somebody else doing it other than the national guys like Ben Scully. Good point. You know what? I had other stuff, but I've also had this on my docket. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about announcers, let's talk about the great John Madden because Madden, who's obviously obviously passed away, well, I think, a year ago mm-hmm. um, around Christmas time, the newly retired Tom Brady is pairing – with a, a filmmaker named Gavin O'Connor, and they're going to do a limited series about John Madden. Mm. And that part is cool. Now, Brady, this is probably one, uh, one of the many reasons I think that Brady is probably taking a year off. But um, he talked about how, you know, I grew up admiring John Madden uh, as first as a coach and a commentator. I loved his passion for the game. Whatever. We've all heard Tom Brady quotes. But who is going to play John Madden? And it's kind of still unknown. But I'm going to go through, um, for the win on USA Today's list of okay. guys they think should be top candidates. And I want to get you, you know, your take, and then ultimately you guys tell me who you think All might right. if it's not on the list. The first guy they have is Jesse uh, Plemons, who is Friday Night uh, Lights alum. He, um, Oh, yeah, he was the dude, I, a great character actor. He was in Fargo. He was, he's been in a lot of movies. You'd recognize his face if you saw him. He was great in Fargo. Yeah, that's right. He was in Fargo. So he's one. 
Now, or Paul Walter Hauser, who is the guy that played Richard Jewell in the Clint Eastwood movie. Good pull. Right? Yeah. Okay. He's really he, he's very good in that. Seth Rogen, and I know you might scoff at Seth oh, Rogen. With the right makeup, he could pull it off because he's yeah. got the personality, the voice, that bombastic voice. And he yeah. needs he's I didn't know. I didn't the picture they have of Seth Rogen, he's all skinny. Like, who is that? That's not yeah. that's not Pineapple Express, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Pineapple. Well, it's like Jonah. When when you see a picture of Jonah Hill and he's not fat, you're like, "Oh my God, who is that guy?" But Seth Rogen's the same way. Jonah Hill is like Oprah. One day (laughs) he has it, and one day he doesn't. You're like, "What the hell?" And he's still a giant head on the body. The the head stays the same. Same. The body gets smaller and contracts and expands. You're right. Yeah, it's funny. Now I really like this one. I don't know if he can pull off the voice, but John Goodman, older Madden, older Madden would be John Goodman. I like that. Yeah, a man. younger Madden coach of the Raiders could be any of those guys. I agree. Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you do mm-hmm. two two different actors to portray him at, at different parts of his life. But yeah, I, I like Goodman. The next one is an actor I, I absolutely love, but don't think he fits in any way. And that's Brian Cox from Succession. No, too older and more. Yeah, not 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 for Madden. Couldn't I don't see think him, he fits. couldn't see him doing that. And then break off, Bo. <laughs> He's, he's awesome. He's, he plays a great. And by the oh, way, before he did awesome. that, he's always played the greatest heavy. Always plays a great bad guy. Remember, oh, succession. Like, Excuse me. Yeah, not succession. Billions. Yeah, but similar but different. Succession. When he when he gets mad in succession, oh, break off, will you? No, I, I just it. I just die laughing because yeah. I love it. Uh, and the last one that they had was Stephen Root. Uh, Stephen Root was in Office Space, Dodgeball. Um, oh, brother, we're out there. He was also in Get Out. Oh, yeah. So he's he's kind of a character actor, so to speak. He was also. Um, the man, uh, there was Amazon did a uh, TV show way back. It was the Man in the High Castle. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys watched it, but oh, yeah. basically, if World War II, if we lost World War Two, yeah, what it the country would have been like really good, especially Great. the first couple of seasons. He was one of the main stars in, in that as well. Any of those guys you really like, or is there someone else that we haven't kind of mentioned that you kind of no, think, think is you, better? I think I, I think Seth Rogen because of the energy. Madden's okay. energy, like the thing of the Miller Light ad, Seth Rogen, with that, not the beard, makeup, busting through the Miller Light wall, you know, right, less filling, yeah. you know, tastes great. I would, I would go with Rogen right off the top of my head. The And by the way, the casting matters. It's why Mike and I love the, the Lakers show, right, on, on HBO. Um, I think they casted it perfectly, Mike. I know Jerry West, the Jerry West character has gotten a lot of criticism and, and whether or not that's really, you know, how he acted. But um, I think Dr. Buss, like, they, they cast John it. John C. That's perfect. You, you and I have talked about this probably a dozen times since it dropped last fall, but Winning Time is the best thing I've seen since Sopranos on, or The Wire on HBO. He's, just, I love it. I, I've watched it like three times since it aired. It's good, man, but but they casted that perfectly, right. and I think that's the biggest thing for me, to your point about whoever gets this role, if you really want me to buy in, you really want me to make it make it believable for me, and, and especially knowing what John Madden was like, I think this is uh, the most important thing they've got to do. Yeah, when I, I, the thing about Winning Time, and I know you guys are talking, you guys probably remember the how the characters were at that time in their life more. But for me, uh, it was the looks. Yeah, like how much the guy playing Magic looked like Magic. He and does. Pictures of Magic right. back then. Yep. I mean, right. the Just wide eyed like a big kid. Right. Yeah, I loved even the guy that they had that played. Uh, and I, I can't remember who was it. Um. 
Was it what's his name that played Tark Tarkanian? Yes, the actor that was in uh, <laughs> it was Dazed and Confused. One of the, the big stoner in Dazed and Confused. Yeah, it's Slater. Plays, it's plays, Slater. He plays Tarkanian, which is crazy. When I when I when you told me about when you told me about that a few uh, months back. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it, I can't remember his name to save my life. But he played Slater in Dazed and Confused. He's like, catch you later. He was phenomenal. <laughs> and, and, George and Martha Washington, man, they used to bake all day, bro. That's right. Behind every good man <laughs> is a good woman, and she'd have a yep. big fat. I can't go into all <laughs> yeah, of it, but yeah, drug reference. Yes. So, uh, but no, th- yeah, they they did a phenomenal job with that. So, hopefully, look, Tom Brady is venturing into a new area. We know he's the the greatest football player or quarterback of all time. I say quarterback because I think Jerry Rice might be the greatest football player of all time. But hopefully, he does. He uses all the details and the Thanks study. For clarifying, that, by the way, Bo. What's that? Thanks for clarifying. Well, do you disagree? No. Just was giving you your problem. Well, thank you, I think. But I think you're being a little condescending. I think you need to turn your mic off unless you uh, need to have a closed-door meeting with your boss. All right. Before I was rudely interrupted with with a condescending turtle, I want to let you know that Yaman Nomi is brought to you by W-Sauce and the Fireshire. Bigger, better, bolder, and spicier. Get over to WSauce.com, find a retailer near you, and don't forget our friends at the Georgia Hemp Company and the GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Get over there, use code SQUIDBILLY10 for 10% off your CBD needs today. Turtle, hit my music now. I like it! Mm. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk some college football. Chipper Jones stopped by the radio station today. Find out what Chipper's talking about when it comes to our Braves as they are down at spring training. Also, we're going to talk more about our Hawks, guys. Poll questions up at Dukes and Bell 929. What should the Hawks do now? Right? Well, you can't fire everybody, right? Or should they do something in the offseason to spark major change? You've got four choices up there. We're going to get back into that conversation as well. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 929 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.